Yeah, I know. You guys are making fun of me, but I'm trying to get your audio levels right. Alright, that's pretty good. Alright, so now, now basically what I did is I set it so you guys, so we're not going to bottom out. Our voices won't sound like complete ass. I've never bottomed out in my entire life. Yeah, you're not going to really use yeah, the first yeah, few yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your line. You know you have. I know, but it's going to sound so bad because what we did in the weird. We we yeah. sound bad on the regular, so no. no. What you've you done with great. this? Oh, now apparently we're listening to the stuff we're recording. I'm over. just giving her. Hey, shithead. Shithead is the cat for those of you who don't know. Oh my goodness. What are you all doing? We're not going to listen to that. No, we weren't listening. We were just remembering what we were okay, talking about. Okay, turn it, turning off. it off. I feel like my memories don't play back that way. My memories work differently than okay. you guys do. What happened? Did we do something wrong? What I, did, I, I have done something wrong. No, now is not the time to listen to that. Time. That time has passed. If you wanted to re listen to it, you should have done it earlier. I feel like now is an okay time. <laughs> I feel like you're wrong. I yeah. feel. Indifferent. You feel indifferent? <laughs> no, she doesn't. You don't look indifferent. No, I, she's. What do I look like? You look beautiful. Ugh. Beautiful. Just pretty. Just pretty. Yeah. Okay. You look like tell you me, could kill me, me in my sleep. Tell me what she looks like. Okay. I want to know. What are we doing? I don't know. Intro outro. Uh huh. Oh. That's why. Are we recording bumpers for ladies of the lifestyle? Is that we're doing? What what show is it? What? That's what I'm asking you. Is it Ladies of Lifestyle? Yes. Yeah. Or is this Average Swingers? Well, it's it's Average Swingers, but I'm asking her. She does the episode thing that. Oh, this is the segment for LOL episode three. Oh, how nice! I remember the first two. The first two. The first two. The first one was on virtual date dating. Yes. On Casual Swinger. The second one was episode 32. I believe I don't have my notes. But I think, believe it was episode 32 of Our Naughty Escapades. So if you haven't listened to those already, you should go listen to those prior to listening to this one. Wow, that was very clinical of you. I'm, I, the, the point of the LOL is to get people to listen to other podcasts also. Not just be only ladies. Oh. You know, people did listen to ours. Uh, yeah, yeah, I listened is... to yours. Yeah, oh. we had some That's listeners. the first. That's how <laughs> it is not. I've listened to majority of your episodes. The only time I have not listened to yours is when you generally do an interview because yeah. I like y'all's opinions. So. Aww, I love no, that. I'm all blushing and shit. <laughs> She's no, did you? Completely bullshit. She just. No, I'm not. <laughs> I can tell you every. No, okay. We've done a oh, lot. Of, we've done a lot of interviews this foolish. season. I love it. Yeah, we've done a lot of interviews because COVID and yeah. plus there's a lot of people that want to talk to other people because everyone's kind of freaking out with everything that's going on right now. So we're like, fuck, yeah. we need to talk to people. We did get a lot of Let's positive feedback from the... I feel like I need to stretch for this workout. Yeah. Does this thing not stand up at all? Is Angie. It... No, it's not telescopic. It doesn't get any bigger. If you pull on it, get yeah. it harder, it's still not going to get bigger. So if you loosen the little nodule, it'll just fall rise? back. No. no. Oh. It just falls backwards. Nope. So we're leading in on a cock together. Do you know yeah. that? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Well, it's a first. <laughs> oh my god, these two are incorrigible folks. Hey Jay, how you doing? I'm doing fine. This yeah. is uh, this. Y'all are pretty close too. Yeah, we are. 
But see, we're we're staying just far enough away from the knob. And you see, this is the fifty yard line. He's on his side. I'm on mine. This is how guys do things. We're not doing six feeters, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not six feeters here. By the okay. way, it is the Average Swingers podcast, and uh, we're joined by Mickey and Mallory from Casual Swingers. Hi guys! I just realized we're recording. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm like Shit. seven bourbons to the wind. This is great. Uh, yeah, there was a couple at the restaurant. Yeah, you oh. had a couple. Yeah, I think I had three or four at the restaurant. Speaking of wind, that family will never recover in that elevator. <sighs> oh, yeah, you blew. Oh, yeah, we have to move because Mal- Mickey came to visit us and um, he dropped something and we got to move now. So Yeah, yeah. new Good- neighbors. Goodbye. Yeah. It's been real. Goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> Goodbye. Why did they got to be Asian? <laughs> well, they were. <laughs> I mean, Genetics? Yeah. <laughs> Country of origin? I don't know, but I know. Happenstance? You I know. Have to dig up their dead bodies and find their families? Well, ironically enough, I could have left a body in that elevator and they would not have been more surprised than they were when they walked in. Weren't you posing whenever you left the I elevator? I was, actually. I was I was very proud while I was in the elevator. I didn't realize the doors were going to open. And, yeah, then I was <laughs> I was, was doing that, that Hulk Hogan, like, no. Like yeah, that. very much yeah. a superhero. Uh, yeah. Uh, was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was very, I mean, I was alone, so I, I didn't think anyone noticed. You, why were you in the elevator, exactly? Going down to get Mallory's coffee from the Starbucks uh, delivery truck. Uh, did you just call me out as a diva? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I, I think, did. I think, yeah, okay. I so did. what? I like a fucking espresso every now and then. <laughs> I like a fucking espresso, I love too. Fucking espresso. Is that his name? <laughs> fucking I... espresso? Because <laughs> I'm totally down if that's his name. If there's a dude named fucking, like, espresso. fucking espresso. That's like a, that's a what great... were you doing last night? Fucking espresso. espresso. Yeah. We should have. That should be a porn. <laughs> that should like happen. Should we should star in it. Fucking yeah. espresso with Please Mallory Casual there. Swinger. Yeah. Well, okay. Angie, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm there somewhere. Yeah. I, yeah. I may not be, like, I'm going to be there. If two not shots, on. Two shots are better than one. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing, guys. I, I think this is really cool. So we went to Toledo to record Ladies of the Lifestyle with you guys, along with Podcast of Palooza, which was a virtual event. Which is And epic, then we came way, yeah. here to meet you guys to record the bumpers for this to release it when it came out six weeks later. I don't think you realized what you were doing no, when you were coming here to clue. visit us. Well, you and guys came to visit us. I'm like, going, we're like hey, oh, here. we can we totally record, record. We got to yeah. drop this in the morning. So guess what? Here we are, here bitches. We are. <laughs> now, um, real quick, you guys did the virtual party. Is Was the first part of Philly's last album? Yeah, virtual party thing was. And uh, I listened to that, and it said that... Um, you were all supposed to do a virtual date before the 29th. Yeah. And get back about it. Yeah. I forgot go, about honey? that. I forgot about it till I listened to it. And I was like, oh, we only got two days left. I think I'm going to like fuck that one up. Yeah. I fucked that up. I think I think we need to. Regroup. I think we all need to regroup, and and we should have had reminders, yeah. Mallory. We should have had reminders. Did you put us realize, on a timetable? You, you I did, need, but yes. I didn't realize I was hurting cats. <laughs> but I will say that I completed you, mine. You were hurting pussy. I was hurting pussy. <laughs> I hurt pussy every chance I get. Lots of pussy. We're hurting pussy or hurting pussy. Hurting. H e r d, not h u r t. I like putting a hurting on it. Well, and not yeah. unless you. Yeah. I'm in Texas. I do it country style. Oh, with that Stetson? <laughs> fuck yeah. Dude, I look good in a cowboy hat. Dude, you fucking did. You look sexy as fuck in that Stetson. That hot as shit. So, yeah. So, yeah. You girls have to get on it. You, you, you I'm pretty sure you, it was a, I thought it was a for everybody, not just a, was it not for you? I've was, done like three virtual oh. dates. Well, I did an actual date since COVID. Does okay. that count? 
Y'all went on a date? It was virtual. It wasn't, they were, they were listeners, but it's still a date. We oh, went yeah. to dinner. Yeah. We totally did. Fun. Yeah. And that's but awesome. I think, I think it has to be virtual because it's about the experience and navigating it. Fuck yeah. I know. All right, all right, hang on. We'll go right. back to focus here. We're just focus supposed to be making a start for the things of lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 did we have a preference? Did we have a precedence for this? That, that was the start. Now we just need to pause oh. and do an ending, and then we can stop this. We can record just a regular show. Which oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, well, tell yeah. people about the Ladies of the Life show. What is your segment about? Because that's really why we're here. What What is the third piece of this story? So the reason we start, the reason we did the third piece was a little bit personal because Mm -hmm. we did a body image and I felt like I wanted to explain to people, not that I had to, but I wanted to explain my position on body image. Jay. Nothing. I just didn't want you to go too deep because they're getting ready to hear it. I know. That's why I was waiting for you to say something because you normally cut in on me. I was going to stop you because you were getting ready to until (laughs) I turned around. This is is our normal banter. Nobody ever hears this shit, though, because it's edited out. Oh, it is? Oh, it is fucking not. No, nothing's edited. (laughs) Well, I don't listen, so I'm assuming it's edited out. So, before we get on with the show, I am curious. Why do you ladies feel like we needed to do that? Why was that important? Mm, that's a great question. So I, for me, I felt like I had done three different surgeries and I felt like I had done them for myself, but in retrospect, some people would have thought that I may have done it for lifestyle reasons or for reasons not of my own. So Mm. I felt like if I was putting myself out there and doing it on my own, that that was okay. Where if I was doing it for someone else, it would not be okay. Or, um, for, I think, and we talk about this, is that girls are mean, and so when you start talking about doing augmentation to your body, some girls who, one, can't afford it or don't feel like they need it, start talking nasty about other women who have have done it. The potential for... Presumptions. Yes. Mean yeah. girls. Mean girl. Yeah, it was a mean. It was a mean yeah. girl assumption. Yeah. But I was also posed the question prior to this: is had I, would I have considered this had I not been in the lifestyle? Would I ever have done the things I have done to my body not being in the lifestyle? And I can't honestly answer that question. Yes or no? It's because you can't imagine what your life is like outside of it? Because we've been in the lifestyle when I started it. So I can't imagine saying that I would have, wouldn't have outside it. I know I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. And yeah, there's some great dialogue around both perspectives. So I think that for us doing the body image part part of it was not just um, people, girls doing it because we've done body things like augmentation before why you would do it why you would not and for this one it was more personal for me i think mm-hmm. so i really so. feel like that you and we did our part of well when mallory did her part of it all i did was watch but when you, you so our piece and then our naughty escapades piece i feel like you guys are really speaking directly to women out there absolutely so lol is ladies of lifestyle and i took it on myself it, it's kind of an acronym of a joke but it's not really in retrospect because women kind of have a power in this lifestyle that they either one don't know or they don't know how to control. 
Um, and they can say yes or no at any given moment. And generally guys or other girls will follow suit. They have a power. The, the, not, not a problem, but the thing I was looking for was that most podcasters, the men are the dominant in the, in the conversation. And I wanted, we don't know how to shut up. And I wanted women to be case in point. That'd be me. Sorry. I wanted women to have a voice without a male perspective because we get male perspective. Male perspective is simple and genuine. It is simple. It's not overly complicated, and it's generally to the point. It's 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 they mean what they say. Okay. All right. Well, uh, no, I just think it's really neat. I thought people might get. I mean, they might get something out of knowing why you did it. Yeah, so when I started this a year and a half ago, I wanted to, one, promote women, and two, promote ladies and other uh, podcasters. So, that's why I started it. It was it was amazing. my interpretation of being a positive promoter, and oh. Jay said he would edit everything I did until this time. You edited everything this time. Uh, you know what? I was elected, and I didn't even know I was in the race. Yeah. Because you're anal. Retentive. Look, you give it up one time, and all of a sudden you're anal forever. Are you yeah. guys talking about sex again? Yes, they've been talking they, about male I male sex the whole week, and I think they're, they're going to do it eventually. They're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Got to pause here for like two seconds. Just leave a little gap. So our last part of our show is going to be centered around me, kind of, sort of. Um, not really, but, you know, that's how we're going to start it. So um, we've done body shaming before, um, not really body shaming in the perspective of um, females, but it, as a as people in general. And we've also done um, uh, self-image in one of our LOLs before, uh, female self-image. So something this is going to be something in between those, I think. Um, so recently, I had the gastric sleeve done, and um, nobody knows this is the first time. This is a reveal. Um, well, except for the people I know. Um, so for people outside. So for me, I was asked by some friends if I was going to tell anybody I did it. Mm -hmm. Or if I was going to keep it a secret and then let them try to figure out that I'm really good at losing weight and going to the gym all the time. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, so I decided to just be out about it and not um, hide it for whatever reason. I didn't feel like... I was ashamed of what I was doing, so I didn't feel like I needed to hide it. So I think for me, in that regards, um, I was already ready to talk about it, and I didn't have any second guess about it being um, an open conversation. Mm -hmm. And it also makes things like dating, dinner, and all that stuff easier if you understand why I'm not eating, <laughs> or if you understand why I'm not drinking, because I have to have a gap between my food and my drinks. So. And several years back, 2014, I had a tummy tuck. So mm. that was another thing of me that I wanted fixed because no matter how many crunches I did, I couldn't like get rid of the little kangaroo pouch in my belly. So I had it fixed. And then in 2012, I had a reduction in lift. No big boobs, but a reduction in lift. So I had body augmentation. And I think from the perspective of those looking in who may be new in the lifestyle or maybe older in the lifestyle and they just don't get why I would do that. I think for me, I'm doing it for myself, mm -hmm. my self-image and my self-confidence. Um, mm -hmm. 
and um, but other people don't think that they think if you're in the lifestyle you wouldn't you wouldn't have done it if you were not in the lifestyle really that's so for some for some people who don't who are not in the lifestyle or are in the lifestyle they think that it's a trigger to get something done like body body augmentation boobs because they think most women in the lifestyle have fake boobs which is not true or somebody has had something along those lines and they think negatively about that they think that is a stigma of the lifestyle for females hmm. so, so that maybe women in the lifestyle set a higher bar for themselves physically so it creates this environment where they feel more compelled to yes. go get work done yeah huh that's interesting okay yeah so for me i just i it took me a long time and a lot of thoughts to decide I was gonna mm-hmm. fuck up, fuck with my body, you know, mm-hmm. like take a knife to it a few times. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's a big decision to make. It's and very, you, very anytime you go under anesthesia, it's always a risk. So yeah. I think um, for me, I did it for myself, and I did it with JS support. Is if you are you are you are you okay with this? Are you doing this for you? Don't do it for me, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I had to figure out myself every time I did something. Mm-hmm. The reason why I wanted it done. So I never did it because I wanted to be like someone else, mm-hmm. but I did it because it would make me feel more confident in my body. Not necessarily myself, but more confident in my body. Because body confidence and self confidence are two different things. Fair enough. So I spent 10 years in an industry in plastic surgery, and I all I did all day was I evaluated mostly women's bodies all day for what they didn't like. So the spectrum of how women feel about themselves is pretty much the same across the board, even though the spectrum of women are, it's massively different age-wise, size-wise, their background, their history, the genetics, everything. So mm-hmm. there's so many parts that are a player in this, but decide having them decide to come in and then put a robe on and say, this is, you know, I'm going to bear my nude body to you and say, this is what I hate. The spectrum of women that I would meet with would go from, a 75-year-old woman that never took care of herself, always took care of her family or kids and just kind of let herself go. Mm-hmm. She actually finally has the money to do something. Of course, she's 75, and it's kind of like, but it's important to her. Um, all the way down to you've got the 40-year-old woman that the husband just had an affair, and she feels terrible about herself, and her heart's broken, and so she's trying mm-hmm. to keep up with the young girl that so, so replaced her. Um, all the way down to then the 17-year-old girl that's about to graduate and the parents are going to buy her boobs because she was bullied in high school for her. You know, it's all over the place. It's amazing, but we're our own worst critic. And I don't feel like correcting something that you don't like or something that really bothers you. It is a very personal decision. It's a big decision. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you're doing it for yourself. Like you said, it's not. If you're doing it for others or... <coughs> Because somebody's made you feel bad, that's not, that's not good. That's a band-aid of an emotional train wreck, so. Yeah, because you're stuck with that decision. Mm-hmm. It's done. I mean, yeah. there's certain things you can have undone, but you still have to do it again to get it undone. Right. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. a, it's a huge decision. I know I've vacillated back and forth, you know, being, and it was after being in the lifestyle, but I've always kind of been a little critical of myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, again, we're our own worst enemy. And I've thought about having work done. I'm just not at a point where I'm ready to invest in that part of myself because it's not a priority. Mm-hmm. When it becomes a priority, I'll know, and then I'll make moves towards that. But I'm not. I'm not morally opposed to it, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate natural boobs and 
augmented boobs mm-hmm. in any way. They're still fabulous. Boobs. Yeah, <laughs> They're boobs. boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. I think I did the breast implants probably because of the lifestyle. Okay. I wanted That's to be able to not it wasn't the only reason. I right. didn't like I had an A. I mean literally I had no boobs. And I didn't want gigantic, but I wanted them to fit my frame, and I could wear the tops that show the little. You were feeling your sexy. Yes, and, you and I didn't feel sexy that. because there's so much I couldn't wear. Mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't wear, and then stand next to, to someone who had fantastic boobs. Mm-hmm. That's I think it was a huge driving force for me because it was. I wouldn't have shown them anywhere else. Well, it's going to say in your day-to-day life, it really didn't occur to you to consider that until no. your lifestyle because you're seeing a lot more boobs. And you're, you're naked a lot. <laughs> Much you're naked. more. You're naked. <laughs> the clothes that I wore to the office, trust me, are not what I wear to a club. So <laughs> I, it didn't matter if I had a turtleneck or a sweater or whatever. And, and, and now I'm self-conscious the other way. Like, I make sure for work... I am totally strapped down. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you're a nun. strapped or you're shut down? Yeah. Down. <laughs> down. And it's, I don't know. I don't, it's not that I'm ashamed. I don't care if they know I have them. Mm-hmm. But I, you don't want to be sexualized I'm in the workplace so, either. Yes. And having, I, I, I don't wear anything that you can see cleavage. I, none of that. Yeah, I don't either. My work closet's hilarious. You would think I, I, I'm you, literally a nun. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I work in a convent. You just dress up like one every now and then. Yeah, no, kind actually. of for fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I actually go to work. Sometimes you know, it, I wear I wear what I'm comfortable in. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's comfortable in turtleneck. Sometimes it's comfortable in a low cut top. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really try to change. I, if I'm comfortable, I don't, I don't want to get to the point where I don't I I don't want anybody to worry about anybody else judging me on the mm-hmm. way that I'm comfortable. I'm not making anybody else uncomfortable with the way I with the way I dress so as long as I'm not making anybody uncomfortable then I am fine on the other side of it it's like they're my fucking tits don't look I'm not in pasties you know it's not like I'm wearing a a, a, you know a a B cup bra (laughs) and pushing my boobs up and then wearing a little bando top yeah a low cut blazer so you know it's pushing on my boobs you know Wear my hair and a ponytail and glasses and shit. Yeah, that's very pornographic. <laughs> yeah, very yeah, here we go. So, so I, I again, I vacillated back and forth. So, have you guys experienced any negative um, feedback because you've had work done? Like, like, oh, I don't like natural boobs, or oh, I don't like implants. Have you ever heard that kind of dialogue inside lifestyle circles? I've I've heard people give their opinions of it, but I have had um, a scenario where the guy um, that was in the couple we were playing with actually made a suggestion to me, mm-hmm. like on my body, like you know, unsolicited, hey, yes, yeah. and unexpected. And I, I'm okay. Say what you feel, buddy. Yeah. That's fine. I'm not gonna say what I feel because mm-hmm. your penis is really small. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> that would so, have been a so what, fabulous what, do report. You, do you remember what he said? Yeah, so he said, you know, you know, you could do a little bit of lipo, and you could be like in a bikini contest in no time. Something like, like I after he heard after I heard the word lipo, it just kind of went wah 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 after that. <laughs> oh and he was talking gosh. about on my legs, and I was like, oh, wow, thank you. Wait, no, thank wait you. a minute. Wait, fuck yeah. you very much. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, I, like, 
That's rude. Yeah. 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 And then so then for the next month, I'm like in the mirror going, oh, I do need to go. And I'm like, this is what happens. This is what happens to oh, girls. No. no, that's like the worst outcome yeah. to have so. that seed put in your head. Yeah. I had a guy tell me that basically I needed boobs. Like, because your boobs are phenomenal. Coffee can yeah. hands. And he's like, oh, I need more than a handful. And he's like, you know, my ex girlfriend, I bought her boobs. And uh, her doctor was great. And I'm thinking, I wonder why she's your ex-girlfriend. Wow. Asshole. Right? <laughs> she's like, well, watch me get yeah, a set of boobs. Yeah. And then I'm going to leave your ass. Yeah. Bye. Bye. And I never, like, I was always fine with my boobs, but I found myself, like, inspecting them. And, and I was like, well, oh. I guess, you know, I did have a kid and... I'm a little bit bigger. You did, now, oh, so I don't know, create a yeah. human. Yeah, I did. I mean, I think that's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> that's pretty and I mean, good. whatever. Right. Um, but still, like, I, it had me second guessing. And I wonder if it still happens out there. It does. No matter what it, it is. Does. Like, even if it's like what Botox, lip inductions, butt lifts, like. It all happens. And it mostly happens. Um, this is a, uh, I don't, when I've seen it on chats, I want to say chats because I don't want to talk about a specific messenger mm-hmm. groups. So when I've seen it on chats, um, it's generally um, a female being negative about someone doing something to themselves. Instead of celebrating them for taking control and making themselves She's feel like, better. She's like, well, which I'm all natural. Be. Or something like that. And, or and why wears, it, wears it as a badge of honor. Yes, yes. Like, it's... it's, And I'm happy for you, mm-hmm. but did, did was there a need to, to say that out loud? Did... It was there a need for you to speak that after you found out this chick had fake boobs? You know, huh. was, yeah. what, what was the reason for you to make that statement? Jealousy. That comment? Exactly. Yeah. So jealousy. And, and, and it happens. And even I've seen guys do it as well because their wife doesn't have this or that. So they will say, well, I like natural boobs versus, you know, fake boobs. And they're going to say that because... Their wife has natural boobs, mm-hmm. so it may be a little bit of jealousy on them. I really like yours, but I'm not gonna tell them that your yours are better than my wife's. Yeah, you know. So I think that this yeah, it's not a competition either. Mm-mm. No, no, it is not. But the way most of us have grown up, we didn't as females. Mm-hmm. That high school, yeah. high school was mm-hmm. the it was the, eat or be the, eaten. Right? Mm-hmm. The stigma. High yeah. school is the stigma where where girls learn to either love each other or really freaking hate each other. Yeah. Because that, that span of high school, those four years or however many years, three to four years that you're in high school, they teach you to compete. Yep. And they can teach you to compete to the point where it's not just a physical competition. No, it's psychological mm-hmm. warfare yes. at that mm-hmm. point because, again, it's eat or be eaten, and you got to find your way to the top so you can survive. Yes. Right. right. Yeah. And if yep. you're not one of the cliques or one of the girls or in a certain crowd, then you get demoralized. You mm-hmm. get to be – so I think that some for some of those, they don't know how to be emotionally supportive of other mm-hmm. females because they've never gotten out of that high school mentality. No, and we haven't given them the tools to afford them the emotional emotional intelligence right. to do that because that's a that's a big part of what we learn in those years right from from 13 to 20 emotional intelligence is, is a huge part of who we are as people and it's a lot harder for girls to step aside and go I'm going to celebrate you for who you are mm-hmm. and what you're doing even though it's totally different me maybe you even disagree but we got to stick together I got your back yeah. mm-hmm. I see men have gotten or, or know how to do that almost like 
second nature. Mm -hmm. But we have to learn to do that because of that. Yeah. At least that's my opinion. I, I and I agree with that because when we grow when we were going we were competing for a single spot. Mm-hmm. Where guys were competing, but their their team sports or whatever they were competing for was all inclusive. It wasn't just a single person sport. Mm-hmm. Like cheerleading is essentially a single person sport. Mm-hmm. If you want to call it a sport, I don't know. I was never it's cheerleading. A sport. Yeah. But um, where like football or soccer, basketball, something like that, that's a team sport. You have to encourage the person next to you on the on the football line to be just as good. Maybe that's maybe that's the difference in the females. I don't know. I don't know. I, I did. I or hated just high catty school. bitches in high school. Yeah, yeah. I hated. Yeah. I hated high school. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I hardly went. I'm but I also have friends. <laughs> I also have friends who love high school and that's still their mentality in their in their forties. They still have the high school mentality. Mean girls. Like, yeah. mean, they have mean mm-hmm. girls or they're gossip they girls. They peaked, and that's where their emotional intelligence stopped because they were celebrated to maybe too early on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That sucks because you were kind of a douche. You yeah. probably shouldn't have done yeah. that. And in those, I don't, I don't disregard them. I just try to yeah. explain to them, yeah, you have a right to your opinion, but I also have the right to mine, and I think that you're a great person. Yeah. You know, you find something positive about them, which usually shuts them down really quick. So that's easy for me to deal with negative. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, but you're so beautiful. <laughs> but here's my question. I've never got work done. So like, was is is it scary? Like, yes. the first yes. time you go under the knife? Yeah? yeah. What's the recovery like? Depends on what it is. Let's say boobs. Let's go boobs. Mine weren't bad. I mean, it, I was sore for a couple of weeks, but but in actual the procedure itself, I mean, it's a blink of an eye. Like it's it's a, forty-five it's minutes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a blink oh, yeah. of an eye because you literally close your eyes <laughs> and you wake back up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't exactly. know what happened in like, between. Yeah. You were Good just night. like this. You're just ready to go on the bed. Yeah. 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 I think I was only off work for like five days. Really? I have a desk job, so it's not like I was lifting anything, yeah. but. Now, just stabilizing they yourself. Were, they were up to my chin. Mm-hmm. <gasps> really? And they have to physically drop naturally. Extremely mm-hmm. startling. Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's, it's scary. scary. It is because you have expectations. Yeah. You've met with a physician. Oh, my God. I you told them what they you wanted. You wake up <laughs> and they say, well, we decided to put a, just a little bit more in. And you're going... Oh, how much? What? <laughs> uh, uh, CCs matter. Out, yeah. It, it, Let's it, just say that. Mm-hmm. CCs matter. Totally fine. Yeah. Because they set you up, decided that your frame needed this. I mean, you trust them. You sign your name. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it's worth everything. So Love recovery, it. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I had a reduction in lifts. So recovery for me was not as bad. Mm-hmm. My only problem was is that I'm OCD. And I know my boobs are not the same size anymore. And my nipples are off. But I'm okay with it because they still stand up when I don't wear a bra. Well, good. So, yes. Well, I give them an A+. Plus, so, Thank yes. You. A+. Plus. Here. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. They're pretty much I like them. Like, <laughs> for shame. Stop it. Um, but my, my um, when I had my tummy tuck, mm-hmm. that one was worse. Because... Um, I had a friend liken it to back surgery because everything around your core is, it's impossible to do. The recovery time for that is very long. Mm -hmm. I had um, eight eight to 10 weeks. Ooh. 
and mostly because you don't realize how much you use your core until you're not allowed to eat bed. Literally getting yeah. up and down out of a chair, out of a bed, doing anything like raising your arm. If, yeah. you, if you at any point hold your breath or something, that's that's using your core. Yeah. So I didn't realize for me how much I used my core until yeah. I had my tummy tuck. And Well, yeah. I used to tell patients, they would say, well, so how long will it take after a tummy tuck? I was like, so kind of compare it to if you pushed some dynamite up your ass and it went off. That's how you're going to walk around <laughs> for yeah. about two months. Yeah. <laughs> So are you good? You want to do it? <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I would love to see their faces when I, when Andy threw that down. <laughs> but you're gonna look fab. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I had a C-section, so not the same, but similar. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was awful. I rolled everywhere. Yeah. Can't sneeze. Can't laugh. Shoot my no, C-section. definitely can't. Yeah. Nope. I wore a. Uh, bodysuit and for me that's totally odd but I wore a bodysuit for almost two months yeah it was a shorts bodysuit and it came right underneath my boobs and had the rubber so it stayed up but I wore that even two weeks longer than the doctor told me to because I was so worried about sneezing and busting a stitch Oof. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah that's true oh my so, god and I dropped like 30 pounds because I was so worried about overeating and busting a stitch. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Your life is all about not busting stitches. Right. It is. Even to this day, I'm only three months in for my sleeve and I'm worried about throwing up ever because, well, in the next few months because yeah. I said it's it's still, you can still break something. Yeah. You can still bust something in there. Oh. So. Right on. Yeah. What's the maintenance with that going to be like long term? So you're three months in. Mm-hmm. So you get another three months of like complete recovery. So to make sure that everything yeah. is, is set and ready. What, is, what does it look like after that? So um, after the surgery, I only have a, a, they said it's your stomach can hold a quarter of a cup mm-hmm. of meat, liquid, whatever you put in it. It's only going to hold a quarter of a cup um, over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. It will grow a little bit, mm-hmm. but it should never get more than to one cup. Okay. Um, to, to maintain your body, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Um, so there are restrictions for it. Um, you do need it somewhat exercise. They don't give you a strenuous like workout routine. You don't have to join CrossFit or anything like that. But they do encourage at least six mile walk a week. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you can run three miles, that's still the same as walking six miles for mm-hmm. them. And this is my doctor in particular. Um, there's no carbonation. Mm-hmm. Um, because it adds air to his stomach and it takes Forever away. in perpetuity? Um, he said maybe uh, later on in life when I'm learning to eat better. Mm-hmm. Because this is also a let's, you need protein. You yes. Need to, you have now to eat you, protein. I was going to say you, you have, have to monitor your diet very, very closely. Yes, I have to have more protein. I have to have 90 grams of protein. So that's for me to not lose my hair. <laughs> because if I don't get enough protein and iron, mm-hmm. my hair will fall out. Yes. And so for me, I'm like, gotta have the protein. <laughs> my, my hair is already thin as it is. <laughs> but protein, I have found, is not as hard as you think it is because protein is in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the size you have to, the serving size is what I'm having issues with because I can have something that's 15 grams of protein, mm-hmm. but if it's a cup, I can't eat it. That's true because then you're only getting seven. Yes. At the most. Yeah. So I'm not going to get or whatever it is. Yeah, it's going to be less Shit. than that. So I have to be careful of the protein content with the serving size. So oh, that's a lot of math. Oh, wow. Yeah. And no, no rice. No rice. 
No rice. Because no it rice. does the same thing to you that it would to a pigeon. <laughs> well, well, he, said, he said they can't measure it, but if a, a spoonful of rice can grow to be um, almost... Four times its yes. size, yeah. Yeah, so rice is just off the table, which I liked rice. I wasn't in love with it. And no straws. So it was an amical breakup? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm still struggling with the hard. no straws. Why no straws? Yeah. Air. Yeah. 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 So there's, yeah, it would fill me up faster mm-hmm. than actually intaking whatever I was drinking. So, so that one's, it's, it's still a lesson to learn. It's still a process and I'm still, I'm still figuring it out. But it's easier for me when I'm open about it with other people to where it, they, they don't get offended mm-hmm. or if they understand why I can't eat, you know, a whole meal with you. I'm not doing it to make the other female feel bad. You know, I'm just doing it because I physically am unable to. Mm-hmm. So I like to bring that up and have that conversation with people so they understand why I'm not doing something, not to make them uncomfortable because I physically can't. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. all right, you good? All right, so I have, we <clears throat> wanted to talk about <clears throat> gross shit. Do we really want to throw that in here after we were like body I was just and gonna, then you're going to make just... me talk about poop? <laughs> no, well, you were talking about gross shit and then... Oh yeah, being all sweaty. Sweaty and stuff. Like, I was just going to find a way to help you not have those things. <laughs> I think it was just... I was so miserable from that day because it was with the windows, it's so hot in the house. I was literally sweat. Every part of my body sweat. And I just felt so disgusting. And I'm like... I don't know how we date. Like, if everything was normal, like, July, August, September, how do we fucking date in Florida? Because by the time I leave the house and get to a location, I'm disgusting. Like, I am sticky. Melting. Like, literally, I'm picking outfits. So, like, if I get uh, sweat stains from my butt, some swamp bass going on, then when I get up from the table, it doesn't show. You know. You don't have a snail curl on your dress? No. There you go. Did I get it right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like black on the bottom, whatever that means, and cotton. So. Yeah. I'll give you a, a quick tip. Deodorant everywhere? Women's deodorant. Yeah. In it, the powder form, not yeah. the uh, antiperspirant form. No. But you can rub that shit all up in your ass crack, and yeah. it'll stay dry. You still, well, I guess that's you, true. You, you can under, get a like, separate Right one. under, like the smiley faces under your butt cheeks? I use it on my inner thighs. Yeah. I have to remind chicks though when they get out on me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait a exactly. minute. I got a yeah. We were at a club one time. This is a, a funny bitter. story. We were at a club one time. This chick, you know, we played before, but I we, I wasn't in the mood to play because I wasn't I was hurting. Uh-huh. And uh but I was just sitting on there on the couch with my dress on. I didn't have any panties on, but I was sitting there and she just went down on me and uh-huh. it came out, she's like Smacking her lips together. I was like, what's wrong? She was like, it's dry. I was like, I know, right? <laughs> I literally put it like above my lips and between my legs. Yeah. And then I go all up my ass crack because yeah. I have a big ass. So you separate that deodorant from your regular deodorant. Yes, so definitely not deodorant. ass deodorant. Um, but I also put it under my boobs. I- boobs is genius. I've done that. And I've also put panty liners inside like... The sh- like shirts or dresses that have arms mm-hmm. and underneath on the bra. Well, I generally don't wear. Or if wherever my boob is. And goes. I don't have panty liners on a regular, so. Yeah, oh, well, that's the only reason I get them. It's oh. for sweat. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but women's deodorant works good. Okay. Powder, some, some I use secret all the things. Yeah. yeah. All the things. I'm learning all the things. And see, I use the Melissa anti chafing cream for my thighs. That's too much I work. Get, I could start fire. It's cheaper. 
What that. is it? Just rub it down your thighs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll try it again because it's clear. maybe I used the anti-perspirant run because I was like, this my legs are sticking now. They're not even oh, yeah, they're 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 fucking glued together. together. So you like um they're not paying me for this, but a secret like powder? Yeah. Yeah, just use one of those. And you can get all different smells. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can just know lavenders for your bed. Yeah. Don't use that one on your pits. I mean yeah. it, it does it doesn't really matter because if you do it after the shower, everything's clean. That's true. So it doesn't matter if you have deodorant or not. Yeah, that's true. It's it's, it's your clean, but Jay uses our that. deodorant, so I wait till he's done, and then I use. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use it on my crops or my ass, and I'll wait. Do then he'll go use it, it, and then I'll go use it. That's why he smells like ass. Do, so do you take the armpit hairs out of it first before you start? I do. You know, get some strays in there. Yeah, I actually do. I'm like, dude. She's like, no, I do. <laughs> well, I don't want to end up with a random, you know, like, cute especially hair. if you're putting it in between your butt crack. You have a squiggly one. He out. would be. He would be like, now nah, you get my hair and everything because he has my hair. He, he get, he's eaten my hair out of everything he's like. Everything he's ever eaten has had my hair in it. Yeah. Vagina too. Yeah. Not even my vagina. Which <laughs> oh, is the best. But someone else's vagina. Yeah. He's pulling hair off. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, because she's redhead and got this much hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh. I was like, he's like, literally, your hair is everything I eat. Sorry. But I don't, I don't know. Good info. Yeah, so I think we're pretty much good. Wait, let me check. Oh, we got about 15 minutes. Do you have anything you guys want to discuss outside of, because this is random shit, so we can do what we want. Um, I had written down, what do you do if a guy that you're with can't perform? So what uh, do you... From a female perspective? Yeah, like if you're two couples and you're playing with the man and he can't perform, what do you do? Do you internalize it and make you make you think, you know, right. oh, that's because of me because I'm not as hot as I thought I was. I'm repulsive. My mouth smells. <laughs> My noise hole smells. <laughs> <laughs> or do you you feel sorry for him and then just be like, oh, I'm sorry. And just like, bat, 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 bat. I'm going to go over here. I'm sorry. What do you do? I've done this a long time, so I have a lot of answers. What do you guys do? I usually tell them it's fine, and then I'll go join Bob if the female's fine. Even if she's not, though, you could still join. I could join, yes, but I I like to be underneath them as they fuck if if she is. It's oh, a yeah. good angle. I love that. Is like by far my favorite thing ever. Yeah, yeah, that's hot. Oh, what do I do? I'm sorry, just getting that visual in my head. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I kind of, I, I used to internalize it thinking back because we've had a few experiences that way. Um, yeah, I go over and join or we sit there and talk and we just watch. Like, um, I remember one time we, I just got between his legs and he was kind of like petting my boobs while we watched and I masturbated a little bit because I was, what was going on was still really fucking hot. So it's very situational, mm-hmm. but if he can't perform and... Maybe it's something to do with the vibe, mm-hmm. then that's different. I think I, I called a couple audibles and been like, I gotta go. It's it's time to go, everybody. Yeah. Something's going on and I have to leave. Yeah. Yeah. For yourself? For myself. Oh, yeah. Okay. But that's only if it's if the performance may be a chemistry issue between us. 
But if it's not, it's just, you know, because it how does would you know? a lot. How would you know it's a chemistry? Because uh, I would feel it. On your side. Yeah, and it could not be. It may not be a chemistry it, history on his side. May, may not even be that yet. That is also true. But I've had the switch flip, if that makes any sense, while we're engaging in sex acts. Like, chemistry was there, and then all of a sudden, it's just it was not gone. working yeah. anymore. Switch, flip mm-hmm. switch. This, Switch the switch flipped. Flipped. Mm-hmm. flipped. Okay. Yeah. I was, got backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think it's switch flip. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's only happened, a, you know, like I said, a few times maybe. But, I mean, if it's a, it's so hard because I'm so empathetic. I don't want them to feel bad. Right. About mm-hmm. it. So, I think I've only joined in a couple of times in those environments. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, I hang out with them and keep them company. Yeah. yeah. Be a cheerleader. Yeah, right? <laughs> Look how hot your wife is. I like how my husband's mm-hmm. fucking her. Because yeah, and talk, talk dirty a little yeah. bit, yeah. yeah. Talk dirty a little bit, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it being doing this, it's it's going to happen to everybody at some point. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. It's going to happen, and you're going to feel it if it's, um, as females, you're going to feel it internally if it's multiple times consistently over maybe the course of six months or eight months, how, depending on how often you play. If nine times out of ten you're playing and the person, the guy's having a problem, you, you do start internalizing that. You do start feeling like you're a little bit inadequate or you're not doing something right or is it maybe something I don't normally do? Should I start doing it to help? Whatever. Me, I'm not big into oral sex. So I, in our house, we've always oral to fuck. That's what we did. So, because I don't finish. I don't like semen in my mouth, so I don't finish that part. But for for me, for a while, I had to consider doing that, maybe, if the guy was going to still have a problem. Maybe, maybe the switch from oral to condom to sex was too much. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a little bit different I did internalize it for a little bit but not long because you know I have Jay in my ear tell me it's not your fault it's not your fault so we did come up with a a good valid plan that works um if you do it so as a guy you get to apologize once to the female not the not the group just to the person that you're with um I think that's good one apology is good it's uh communication both ways right he understands that he's having an issue but it's not your fault he's sorry he can't continue whatever he's doing so one apology out of the gentleman is fine and from the female perspective no coddling Mm -hmm. they already feel bad they don't want to be they don't want you to treat them like their mom you're you're either mom trying to make them feel better or oh is there something else i can do you might go get your drink you know rubbing their shoulder try not to coddle them as a female because it's not gonna help. No, I think that'll bruise their ego. Yeah, yeah it is. It's gonna make them feel yeah. even worse than what not they cool. already did. So, um, other options you can do is you can say, "Hey, I was done anyways. Can we just cuddle and watch the other bed? See yeah. what's going on." If you don't want to join, um, or if you know the girl's bisexual and she doesn't mind, mm-hmm. even if she does mind, it's your husband on the other bed. Yeah. So you yeah. can go touch him at least if you want to join in. If you want to sit there and watch and partake and whatever. And most of the time, if you do that, the guy gets excited just from watching. Yeah. So it, it, it helps that way too. But it, even if you join or you stay on the bed and cuddle, um, most times it will reenact 
that that excitement for the other yeah, guy who's having gets, an issue. Get, gets them back out of their head, gives yes. them a break to see if yes. you can jump back in. And I will mm-hmm. say that masturbating has helped as well. Yes. With that. Sometimes yes. I let them drive. Mm-hmm. And that's been very beneficial. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't, for us, we and we had to figure this out. It wasn't something we just, oh, yeah, let's just do this and it's going to work every time. No, we had to figure it out because guys are different. And Jay's had the problem of not being able to perform. So he was like, for me, I wouldn't want somebody sitting here rubbing my shoulders and telling me it's going to be okay. Maybe next time, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to hear that from some hot chick. He wanted a fuck and no, he couldn't do. Yeah, no. he doesn't want to be coddled like that. So he'd be like, "No, you just go on the other bed, and I will. I'll watch what's going on or whatever." But also on the same respect, on retrospect, if I'm on bed with someone, a guy who's not having an issue, and I see that there's a problem on the other bed, I'm I'm always cognizant of what's going on around me. So I want to make sure that um, if I'm doing something, that I can re-change the scenario up, change the situation up. If I see if I see Jay having a problem, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing, but I'm going to shorten it. It's not it's right. not going to be a long session. It's going to be a few, maybe a minute more, mm-hmm. and then we're done. Mm-hmm. Because I I don't want him not to be com- I want him to be comfortable. I don't want him to feel uncomfortable and. Sometimes yeah. guys feel uncomfortable if, even girls, if the partners are going forever and you're done. You've been done for hours. <laughs> so, Fair enough. I like to, sh- I like you to don't shorten want them to feel, Yeah, you don't want them to feel left out either. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe not left out. Isolated? No. There's all, a word there those for are, it. Those are, those are all good yeah. words. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, there's ways to get out of it, um, but I definitely, it, you're, you're going to internalize it. You're going to. It, it, it's just as females... It's a control issue, like you said earlier, when we when we let a little bit of that control go or that emotions loosen up. Mm-hmm. For us, it's a control issue, and we want to control the situation, and helping this guy would be a controlling situation, I think, that it would be, yeah, I think for us, we want to do that, but it wouldn't, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. So, that was that was really good. No, normally, you have a guy in here telling me, just shut the fuck up and go. but there are also other options for the guys you know if they like oral sex so that's true yeah that's true right but i'm sorry i'm not gonna out of the party but how's that uh but i have not i've never suggested that though yeah, because they, they do it on their own. Right. If they do it on their own, I'm down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I will Absolutely never that. suggest it. Yeah. As a female, if the guy I'm with he has uh, ED issues, I'm not gonna suggest that. Oh well, you got two hands and two mouth. You, oh, two mouth. Yeah, <laughs> two mouth. I was gonna say <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <what I'm laughs> two hands and a mouth. You know, you you should be able to please me somehow. I'm never gonna say that. Yeah. yeah, because I don't feel like one. I shouldn't say There's that. No, oh, debt. Yeah, I'm gonna be the outlier. I'll probably suggest it. Yeah, but I won't do it like demand it. Like I'll be coy and see if he's. Would you do it to a new couple though? Mm, probably not. Yeah. No. I no. would do it to somebody I already knew, like yeah. Dan. I would totally do it to Dan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, no, okay. bitch. I know you. Get down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I yeah I would do it to somebody I knew but like random partners in a in a situation yeah or even somebody I'm not close with even though we've had sex multiple times if I'm not that close with them I probably wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Miss Notes over there? No. 
Did we help you with all your scenarios for the next two or three weeks? I'm really excited yeah. about getting deodorant for my butt. I am too. Yeah. Butt, butt deodorant? Uh, butt deodorant. You take a uh, scotch tape, like the white scotch tape, and uh -huh. put it on the deodorant and say butt deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> and leave it in your bathroom oh, and see what Mickey no, says. No, no, no. I have, I have a label maker. It's uh, not mine. Yeah. Yes. You can put anal deodorant. Anal deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Also works for your thighs. What? Yes. Running gel. Running gel. Okay. Because runners use it. Even guys use it. Yeah. And it works for your thighs. So. Fun fact. Slick and aerodynamic. Well, it also keeps you from chafing if you got thick thighs like me. Yeah, I got thick thighs. So, but I usually just use deodorant halfway to yeah. Because <laughs> that's how thick my thighs get down. Yeah. Well, my thighs have reached the side that when I sit down without panties onto a hard surface, like it's thick. There's a smack noise that happens. It's like, yeah. it's like, look. Yeah. It's like something is awful. Yeah. But it's like, look at me. That was my. <laughs> that was my. I just life. like, I just farted. Like my ass is completely on this public chair. Yep. Alright, so I guess we're good. Uh, we're gonna say goodbye and then um, hopefully you'll be back for the next segment. So. Now I'll wrap this up real quick. Hey, thank you guys for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Nobody's listening to Jay right now because uh, we have a conversation about what we're doing. Please shut up for a second. Okay. <laughs> you can go to averageswingers.com and sign up for SDC Gasly and Double Date Nation and get some free trial time. Shit. Weeks, months, I don't know. Something like that. But fuck it. You can do that. It, it'll be great for you. Give that a shot. Uh, yeah, thank you. Go check out Casual Swinger and R&R &R and Ask Me. And yeah, thank you for that support. I'm touching myself. <laughs> <laughs>